Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Immerse yourself in picturesque hikes and outdoor adventures, all while staying at Best Western Hotels. With over 30 convenient locations throughout the state, from Winchester to Bowling Green, Lexington to Paducah, they've got you covered. And don't forget, most locations offer complimentary breakfast to kickstart your day with a smile. Your adventure starts with intention, and your memories are made with Best Western. Discover more at bestwestern.com. Wherever life takes you, Best Western is there. It's the KSR Pre-Show on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's Shannon the Dude and Billy Rutland. Welcome everyone to another edition of the KSR Pre-Show. Tuesday, March 1st. I am Billy Rutledge along with Shannon the Dude. You can give us a call. The Clark's Pump and Shop phone line is 502-571-1080. Or you can text us at 502-414-1724. He's Shannon the Dude. He's in Louisville, Kentucky. And it is March. Yeah. Finally. One of the best months of the year. How are you, my man? Doing well. Beware the Ides of March. Beware what, the Ides. What, what does that even mean? I don't even... I, first time I've ever even heard that. You never heard Beware the Ides of March? you got to remember, I'm a baby when it comes to the grand scheme of things here. Let's see. The phrase Beware the Ides of March often refers to some betrayal that is going to happen to somebody. When somebody tells a person about the Ides of March. It usually means the 15th of March. However, the phrase mostly implies in terms of some treachery or some alert. Hmm. So there you go. Well, we got a couple weeks till March 15th. A little history. Maybe treachery little, on the horizon. A little Shannon, history lesson dude. there for you to start the show today. <laughs> I guess so. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. We got tons to talk about. It's Kentucky Ole Miss tonight at Rupp Arena. Senior night for two very important players in Davion Mintz and Kellen Grady. But we had the Coach Calipari call in show last night and plenty more. You know, Shannon, how are you this morning? What's on your mind? Uh, just uh, just hanging out, just thinking about the game tonight, looking at the 17-point spread, thinking, man, do we really believe that it's going to be a 17-point game tonight? I don't know. Kentucky, I think, is 14-15, and 15, I read earlier, against the spread this year. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than a 17-point game. 17 points, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that is a ton of points. Um, Ole Miss, one of the worst teams in the SEC. They've lost six of their last seven. They're 13 and 16 on the year and 4 and 12 in conference play, but 17 points. Vegas usually knows what they're doing, Shannon. They are strangely on a lot of the times, but that mm-hmm. seems like a lot for a team that uh, struggled in their last game. And I'm just looking here at what Mississippi do- has done this season so far. I mean, obviously they beat Georgia. Everybody has. Um, but they also beat LSU at LSU, which is kind of strange. So, you know, it's just one of those things you never know. The SEC. Sometimes it's just so Jekyll and Hyde. Teams that you think have no chance of winning on the road sometimes pull off the upset, which makes it such a tough conference. Um, they also beat Florida at home. That's right. They've early, beaten Florida and Mississippi State, a team that Kentucky had to go to overtime with earlier this year. Their last game was a double-digit loss at home to Texas A&M, 76-66. And in that game, they trailed by 25 points at one point. So maybe this is a game that Kentucky can... 
get their offense back on track. Get uh, Severe Wheeler and Ty Ty Washington back in the swing of things. But again, we mentioned it is senior night. They will they were honor Davion Mintz and Kellen Grady. Shannon, do you remember your senior night? Did you have one? When oh you yeah. Played? college athletics of course yeah you know for baseball we had the family come out there on the field and they honor us and it was, it was kind of a cool moment you know yeah, you get to step out onto the floor or i guess the field at this point for you and honor Just, all the accomplishments that you've had yeah, yeah. all those home runs you gave up <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> um no you know i'm just trying to think recent memories of senior night for Kentucky basketball, right? And you don't have a whole lot of senior nights, true senior nights, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you really call this a true senior night with a couple of grad transfers having senior night. And that's the way we've pretty much celebrated it, though, recently uh, with Nate Sestina a couple of years ago, then Reed Travis. And then other than that, it's guys who never really play. The, well, the, right. It's, you know, you know, there's the one and dones at Kentucky. It's it's hard-pressed to find a four-year player in this modern era of Kentucky basketball. If we're talking senior day moments... I go right to Derek Willis That's it. and the engagement that, yeah. that he had, that he had uh, to Keeley at the time. Um, so, I mean, that, that's the highlight. I think of, you know, Davion Mintz, who, whose family couldn't come to his senior night last year at Kentucky, and he ends up dropping five three-pointers against South Carolina, all back-to-back-to-back in that second half, which was incredible. It was probably the best moment of the 2020 season last year, but for him not to be able to experience it with a full-capacity crowd, to not be able to have senior night with your family in attendance. It's it's a disservice to what we would call senior night. So happy that he's going to be going through it again. And also Kellen Grady, who will be going through his second senior night as well. So a little little interesting that two grad transfers are going to be the guys that we celebrate here tonight. Yeah, and Kentucky is also one win away from another undefeated season at Rupp Arena. So Calipari, get this, his record at Rupp is 205 wins, 17 losses. Wow. That is pretty strong. <laughs> I mean, there's not many coaches in America that can say that, that they've won that many games at home. No, it's going to be tough beating Cal at Rupp Arena. And I've seen a stat, Shannon, that the top four teams in the SEC are almost all undefeated at home. I think Arkansas is only, only one of the top four that have lost a game at home. You this know year. who they lost to? Vanderbilt of Vanderbilt. all teams. So make sense of that. That's why so, I'm just saying that, that again goes back to my point of this being a 17 point spread. I don't think that it's going to be that big of a, a blowout. Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky, all undefeated at home this year. The SEC is, is really good. I mean, if you take the top four teams in the SEC, compare it to the top four teams in the NCAA, I mean, I may be inclined to take the top four teams in the SEC if we're going to pick it eventually. Well, well Billy, you know, here at the SEC, it just means more. It means more to, heard to us in the SEC than anybody else in the country, and that's why the SEC is so strong, minus a few teams, <clears throat> Georgia in particular. Although, you know, Georgia had Auburn on the ropes just a couple of weeks ago. That's right. You, you never know. 502-571-1080, if you'd like to call us, it's the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line. We'll talk a little bit more about Kentucky Ole Miss, including some other national sports topics. But I wanted to zone in on Davion Mintz and Kellen Grady. These are guys that are worth celebrating. Uh, we've seen Mintz talk to the media over the last couple of days and, and how he just he takes a deep breath sometimes when he's in the middle of a Kentucky game and he says, wow, I really go to Kentucky. I really get to play here. It's that gratitude. It's that appreciation that I think endears someone to a fan base like the Big Blue Nation. Some great moments in Davion Mintz's history here at Kentucky. Shannon, he had a game winner over Vanderbilt. Yep. Your Vanderbilt team last year was one of the highlights of the year along with his five three-pointers versus South Carolina. 
It's a guy that talks openly about mental health and some of the struggles that he has been through. We love that he was able to get a name, image, and likeness deal for his dog, Ghost. Yeah. And also the the special interaction he had with a fan at the Kansas game that he's going to be taking to homecoming. It's a guy that has a big heart. Um, it's a guy that I think Kentucky is is rooting for after he didn't get the season that I think he expected last year. Uh, Davion Mintz bounced back after that interaction with the fan. After really struggling at Kansas, he would go on to score 21 points the next game. So we look ahead and we look back at Mintz's season, and I think this is a guy that is a fan favorite in many ways. Yeah, you hit on all the things right there. I mean, he's, his legacy here at Kentucky is going to be being known for being a good three-point shooter, being known for his dog ghost, and bringing forth that the awareness of mental health. Mm-hmm. Which is a big topic in today's world. So, and then, of course, the uh, story you just talked about there with him saying yes to going to the prom with a fan who asked him to go to the prom. So, yeah, he is uh, just one reason why this team, I think, is going to go down as the most beloved Calipari team that he's had here at Kentucky. No doubt. And we haven't even Oscar, or we haven't even mentioned Oscar Sheboy. Right. We, we've got much more on him later in the show. Kellen Grady on the other side of this, his six three pointers versus Western Kentucky this year. A little bit overshadowed by Oscar Shibway setting the Rupp Arena rebounds mark. But Kellen Grady, a guy that's been pivotal to this team, 18 points against Mississippi State, including eight in overtime alone that propelled them to that win. He was huge in that game. I think we all look at him as the best shooter on the team, but he's actually averaging a career low in points. He averaged 17 points a game at Davidson over his four years. Only averaging 12 points right now. Well, you gotta, you gotta shoot more. I think that's the thing about him. We've talked about every game. Why isn't he shooting more? He only had, what, five attempts? Was it last game or the game before? You gotta shoot more than that. Only three in the last game versus Arkansas, I, and one of them came very late. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a guy that was held to one shot for the majority of the game. And Cal placed the blame on him. You gotta move around, son. You gotta cut. You gotta get open. Move when Oscar has the ball in the post. But he is also averaging a career high over 43% from the uh, from the three-point line. So a guy that is focusing on his shots and focusing on creating good shots. But it was his role over these last couple games, Shannon, the, what he did against Alabama and LSU, where he took over the point guard role, where he played really, was it 80 minutes, maybe like 78 minutes over that two-game span? You know, Kellen yeah. Grady came to the school and said, what do you need me to do? And he is excelling, even though we want him to shoot more at times many ways. He's a pivotal part of this team and the postseason run they make to this Yep, year. Grandpa Grady. Uh, he Granddad, right? Yeah, Granddad. Or uh, Steady Eddie is yeah. another one that they have. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy that even if he's not having a great night, he's a guy that spreads out the defense. He's a guy that you have to have on the floor. And if Kentucky's going to make a deep run on the tournament, they've got to have big games from Grady. There's no doubt about it. I think he has to knock down at least two or three threes per game for this team to, to make a deep run in March. So he's going to be a big part of it if they get to the Final Four. Now, this is the senior night for those two guys as Kentucky looks to go undefeated at home for another season. But will this be the last game that the Big Blue Nation at, at home will be able to watch Ty Ty Washington? You think mm. this is his send-off as yeah. well, Shannon? Yeah, I think this is it. I don't yeah. think he comes back. I think he's just he's too talented. He's, pro- he's projected where in the draft. First round, right? First round. Yes, yeah, he is a first I think round he's gone. Pick. I think he's gone. So, yeah, this is senior night, freshman night, uh, goodbye night for Ty Ty as well at Rupp. But you think you get Oscar Sheboy back. Yeah. Some of the I, name, image, and likeness stuff that you've seen. Mm-hmm. I think there's a chance Keon Brooks comes back for a, a senior season, a, a rare four-year player, a real four-year player that's yeah. not a grad transfer right. here. 
So there, there's going to be some interesting decisions to make. I'd also watch Shaden Sharp closely on the bench today, you know, because this could be the last time you watch him from Rupp Arena <laughs> because he may not come back. No, he's year. coming back. Remember, we've already been told he is coming back. <laughs> it's what we've been told. It's what we believe. He is coming back. I believe that deep down in my no, heart. No, I don't Shane. believe it. I, I'm, I'm the one who doesn't believe it. Just take it with a grain of salt, you know. Yep, just it's the last time you're going to see him suit sure you, up at Rupp. Make sure you see how sad he is or how happy he is on the bench, and then we're all, we'll all try to decipher what yeah. that means. The yeah, next he day wasn't smiling show. very much. That must mean he's not coming back. He I didn't love our do fans. The gritty at the same time that Ty Ty did. Yeah. So. Oh well. <laughs> that just shows you how much we dissect everything when it comes to Kentucky sports. That's right, and that's why you're here listening to us right now. 502-571-1080. It's our Clark's Pump and Shop phone line if you'd like to join us or text in at 502-414-1724. Plenty on the way. This is the show before the show, the KSR Pre-Show. Now, back to the KSR Pre-Show on Talk Radio 1080. Do you remember vitamin C? Welcome back. Yes. I remember this song specifically. This was my graduation song. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, this gets okay. me in my feels. I'm like immediately like does, in reminiscing mode, like thinking about my friends I never see anymore. I so. know. And it is sad, man, because I think a lot of people are like you and I. We don't really see a lot of the people that we went to school with. Don't even t- have any contact with them. I talked to maybe like three or four guys from high school, but that's about it. Yeah. And maybe a little more from college, but... I don't know, Shannon. How often do you reach out to people? Do you well, like I mean, call somebody or text somebody you haven't seen in a while? Well, usually it's through Facebook. You know, social media now just makes right. it so easy to be connected with people. But I don't even really talk to hardly anybody. There was one person I, I graduated with um, that came out to our first rock show, Alice yeah. Blue Gown show, a couple of weeks ago, and I hadn't seen her in years. But yeah, I, just, I don't know. It's it's just strange. You kind of grow up with these people and then all of a sudden you just go your own separate ways and don't really talk to them anymore and how connected we all are by technology yeah and how far apart we feel many times i have more conversations with random people i don't even know on social media than people that i graduated with well that's also part of the job when it comes to me yeah. and you shannon we get people try- talking to us every day but 502-571-1080 if you'd like to talk to us this morning i'm surprised we've gotten this far into the show Without talking about Ja Morant. Did you see what he did for the Grizzlies last night, Shannon the Dude? No, I did not. What happened with Ja? Wow. I mean, where do we begin with what Ja did for the Grizzlies last night? He scored a franchise record 52 points as the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 118 to 105. It was the first 50 point game in Grizzlies history, by the way. Mm. He had a three pointer from the Grizzlies logo in the first half. Because why wouldn't you shoot that shot? He had a poster dunk over a seven-footer, which was one of the dunks of the year. If you haven't seen it, stop driving, stop what you're doing, go look at it now. John ja Morant, one of the best dunks of the year last night. And he also, Shannon, had one of the most, the craziest butter, buzzer beaters I've ever seen. So there are .4 seconds left in the first half. 0.4, okay? So yep. not a lot of time for anything. they got to go the full length of the court. Now, a la Kentucky Duke, they throw that inbounds pass the entire length of the court. Ja Morant in midair. He jumps, catches the ball, and about 18, 19 feet away from the basket on the baseline, throws it up in the air, and it goes in. It was an amazing move, all in one motion, Shannon. I have not seen anything like it. It was a superhero-like performance from the Murray State alumni, and I, I just feel like if we are redoing that draft over... 
10 times out of 10 teams are taking John Moran over Zion Williamson. It's not a debate right now. He is one of the great superstars of the game right now. Incredible performance from him. Well, I have to go back and watch that. Um, But, yeah, you're right. I mean, think about those two drafts, those two draft picks, John Morant and Zion. Look what Zion's doing right now. I mean, he's literally eating himself out of the league. I kind of feel bad for him a little bit. I really do. I mean, what what is his injury status? Is he still out with an injury? It is. is he... It's a foot injury, and yep. the timeline of this foot injury is not normal. Shannon, he keeps progr- uh, He keeps having setbacks. Yeah, and he's also distancing himself from the Pelicans. The Pelicans released a season ticket email to many of their season ticket holders, and it did not include Zion Williamson. It did not include any mention of his likeness or his name. So I think many people believe that there is more than trouble in paradise right now between the two. Yeah, I mean, Zion is starting to look like Shaq in his final years, you know, or he just kind of said, well, this is it. I'm just going to not worry about really being cut and you mm-hmm. know, fit, just eat and whatever I want. That, that's kind of where Zion is right now. But he's, what, 21 years old. He's got a, a whole career ahead of him. But I don't know what's going to happen with his with his career if he doesn't, I don't know, shape up. What do you you say about Zion right now? Literally. Literally. Shape up. You know, you don't want to make light of somebody's weight too much because many people struggle throughout it, throughout the world. But this is an elite-level athlete that's getting paid millions of dollars to produce for a team, and he's sitting on the sideline right now. I mean, don't they have... Cooks that prepare the food for them. They don't. All you have to do is eat. What they, they got more they than that. With. They got exercise bikes too, Shannon. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have to be playing to get in shape. So. I don't know if it's a good look either for him doing Cheetos commercials, sitting on the couch eating Cheetos. I think it was the Mountain Dew one, or where Mountain the camera Dew. was below Mountain Dew. Yeah, where he was sitting. It's and full of sugar. If you know anything about taking pictures, that is not the flattering angle that you want. Yeah, Dick Vitale knows that with his uh, Pepto Bismol <laughs> tweets that he sends out. Um, by the way, that 52 points by John Morant, the franchise record for the Grizzlies, it only beat his franchise record he set Saturday night where he scored 46. So this is a guy that is just breaking records his own records on records on records. Yeah. Last night we had the Coach Cal Perry show, Shannon. As you can expect, Cal said that, you know, these guys are not machines. They're not robots. They're human beings. So oh, he said that again, huh? Okay. Uh, he's going. He's got a couple tweaks right now, so you oh, can expect yeah. a couple things to change. The tweak is back. As we see uh, Ole Miss tonight. He also mentioned that the team will be playing in the Bahamas this summer. Yeah. Uh, every four years, uh, Kentucky take, seems to take the trip uh, out of the country. They will do it again this year in the summer. And not only do you have the Bahamas trip, you have the trip to London as well. So you're going to be... Uh, an international traveler if you're on the Kentucky men's basketball roster. Yeah, I'm wondering if we're going to make that trip along with the team as we have done in the past. We went to the Bahamas in 2018, um, and then we're talking about the London trip coming up in December. We're talking about this reverse lottery trip across the United States. I, I don't know if you could do all those trips. Yeah, we may have to t- just pick maybe two out of the three. Can you include the Bahamas in the July trip? Could that be one of the names that you have to draw out of the hat? Yeah, and but then I mean, maybe if you pick that, you just delay the trip until that trip till that happens. Yeah, but I mean that's that's banking on the Bahamas actually winning that, which probably won't happen. So yeah, we're gonna be doing a lot of traveling if we actually make all these trips. I, I'm I would rather go to London and skip the Bahamas trip since we just did it four years ago. Yeah, if I had to pick, but but we'll we, see. We also had a caller last night from Little Rock, Arkansas, and Shannon, you know Kentucky just playing Arkansas. I had to do my. Call screener. Oh, you screened him. Okay. I screened him, and I said, Bryce, because that was his name. I said, Bryce, you're not going to do the calling of the pigs army on you. 
are you going to do any woo pig on me? He goes, oh, no, no, I'm a huge Kentucky fan. I wouldn't do that to you. I was like, okay, good. So he waits on to get to the show. He finally gets on, and he says, Cal, you know, your screener did a good job just a second ago. He made sure I wasn't going to do the woo pig suey on you. Yeah. And then Cal went into how he embraced that and how he was in the restaurant and asked him, do you do that for every coach, or do you do that just when I'm here? Ah, see, Cal loves it. <laughs> Cal, it, we're everybody's Super Bowl, right? You only do it when Calipari comes in there. If Jerry Stockhouse walks into that restaurant, they don't do the pig suey on him. So well, there's also a, he gets a special treatment. He's and Cal. he also seeked out it a little bit, right? I mean, you're not going to a restaurant like that wearing Kentucky blue if you're not going to get a little something from the crowd, right? I sure. mean, he could have ordered room service, could have got a... You know, DoorDash or whatever sometimes these I would things think, are. Sometimes I would think you just want to live your life like a regular human being and go out and sit down at a restaurant and have a nice meal. Sometimes you want to go to the Golden Corral and eat <laughs> Ice whipped cream. cream. Yeah, off, whipped cream. Whipped cream, whipped cream right. in the corner by yourself. <laughs> what you want to do. Let's take a call. Who's up Let's first talk shit? to Bob. Hey, Bob, how are you? I wanted to help you guys out with the Ides of March. Uh, I, the Ides of March is March 15th. Yes, and it's uh, it's an important date in terms of Roman history because that's when Caesar was assassinated, and uh, according to Shakespeare's play Julius Caesar, as Caesar was walking through the streets to the meeting of the Senate, uh, he was told by a soothsayer, "Beware the Ides of March," and that's also why it's associated with a sense of betrayal because in the Senate, then uh, the Members of the Senate, uh, about 60 members of the Senate, ended up stabbing Caesar to death. Well, wow. Well, I knew we that last part, but I didn't know about the Ides of March, and this he is was a warned very, before it all happened. A very deep meaning that we're getting here from both. A little Roman history yeah. here on the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> Anything right. else, Bob? No, that's all. Oh, all well, right. one other thing, Billy. Yeah. Uh, my wife is a Rutledge, and at some point in time, she'd like to talk to you about your Rutledge family. Oh, I'd love to. Always happy to meet another Rutledge. Another another time, perhaps. All right. Thank you for the call, Bob. Good to hear from you. Thank you, Bob. Give us a little history lesson and what's the dig into your family tree, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I'll give you another little history lesson, Shannon. I'm a direct descendant of Edward Rutledge, who was the youngest signer of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, really? Really. I don't know yeah, if I believe a representative, that. Representative for South Carolina. I'm going to do some fact-checking on that. You Facts are more- optional. That is true, but you can learn more history next here on the KSO Parisha. Thanks for listening to the KSR Pre-Show on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back. It's the show before the show, the KSR Pre-Show. Kentucky will take on Ole Miss tonight at 7 p.m. at Rupp Arena. So it'll be a 4.30 pregame start for KSR. On 630 WLAP, you can also hear the U.K. baseball team on 98.5 The Bull Icons as they take on the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers today at 4 p.m. He's Shannon the Dude. I'm Billy Rutledge. Before we get back to the phones, a couple topics on guys that are beloved by the Big Blue Nation. Oscar Sheboy saw a post on KSR the other day that he went and preached at Broadway Baptist Church in Lexington. This man is just... He walks the talk. He really does. He preached for over 30 minutes and uh, talked a little bit about how his father inspired him in his journey and path with God. Before he passed away in 2012, he was a preacher in his native country. So good to see Big O giving back to some of the people in Lexington. Yeah, how about that? Not only going up there and preaching, but as you said, 
he goes 30 minutes. I mean, he's holding congregation up there, right? And uh, uh, his dad being a preacher and him taking inspiration from that. And right. the first thing I thought of, first person I thought of was Matt's mom and how much she is going to love this story so much more because anytime Oscar mentions God or the story here with him preaching, I've just thought, man, she's going to absolutely love that. So it's just one more reason to love Oscar. A couple hard eye emojis from Karen are on the way, I'm yeah. sure. We also need to send out our some prayers and well wishes to Tyler Eulis, who is recovering from a car accident that left him hospitalized with serious injuries. Tyler Eulis posted some photos uh, over the weekend after he got in a car wreck with casts and wraps around both arms and one leg. That has since been deleted, but John Calipari tweeted to the Big Blue Nation yesterday saying one of his most competitive players whose will to win inspired him was in a car accident and that they, they are sending prayers his way. So Tyler Eulis, um actually tweeted out that, you know, he is thank, thank you to all the family and friends that have reached out and checked on me. It is much appreciated. Another setback, but I'm blessed to still have my life. God is real. God is good. Check on y'all people. You never know when their name will be called. Tyler Eulis yep. recovering from a car accident. Just right shows now. you how fragile life is, man, and he's right. I mean, you just never know when it could all be taken from you in a split second. So we're glad that he's okay and uh, well wishes for a speedy recovery. Absolutely. 502-571-1080. Let's go back to the phones. Who's up next, Shannon? George. Hey, George. How are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing, Doing great. good. Okay. Got a, I was going to say, like, Shannon, I definitely agree with you on the shade and sharp. I think there's no way that he's going to come back pretty much like 100%, and this is why. Because if he played this year, uh, and let's say he done terrible, right, he's not going to hurt his draft stock because he's not planning on going pro. So he would have all year to come back next year and play and build that back up. So that's the reason why I think there's absolutely no way that he's coming back next year because he's definitely going to go in the draft this year. What yeah. Do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I've been saying this all along. I just don't think there's that much to gain by coming back. Now, Calipari says that Shaden Sharp could be the number one pick in the draft. Now, if he truly believes that, and if Shaden Sharp truly wants to shoot for that goal, then there is a reason to come back. And I'm sure there will be plenty of NIL money on the table for Shaden Sharp if he decides mm-hmm. to come back. But when you're telling me that you're the sixth pick in the draft, I just don't think that you have that much to gain unless you're going for the number one pick. I mean, if you jump up to the number four or five spot, so what? But, I mean, if you come back and have a terrible season or you have a terrible injury – you're going to be looking at falling all the way down to the bottom of the first round. So I'm just saying you have a lot more to lose than you do to gain by coming back for a season at Kentucky. Absolutely, and I totally agree. I just think that, uh, like, like you know, he could definitely play this year, and he definitely could help the team. So I know that he's got a, you know, he's got his parents and probably agents and stuff like that in his ear. And obviously, you know, Calipari does think I, I, I do think he thinks he's coming back, but I just, you know. I mean, everything points to the direction that he's not. So yeah. that's all I have, guys, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, for the George. Call, George. Yeah, from, and from what I read, and again, this is just me looking from the outside in, Calipari put that tweet out to say, look, this is what I've been told. I've been told from Shaden Sharp's family that he's coming back another year. That way, when he doesn't come back next he's year, covering his ass, it's, it's yeah. off of Calipari. You know, he was told that by Shaden Sharp's family. He's going to trust them and believe them. And then if they go, well, that's on them. That's not on Calipari. If we are to believe Shaden Sharp's family, his agent, his mentor, everything that they've been saying is is that this is the plan, that he is going to come back for another season. So if you just 
maybe they're not lying to us, and maybe that decision does change. I mean, maybe that's what I'm most scared about, Shannon. But I'm going to take what somebody says at face value. I'm just going to. So I'm believe going people to believe you don't it. even know. You trust anybody? Well, I I've come to trust in Cal, and <laughs> so I believe in what he says. You're very gullible. But it's okay though. Is there there's no appeal to playing at Kentucky anymore? No, there is, but there's a lot more appeal to playing in the NBA. But he's going to play. It's just going to be one year delayed. He's going to make four more million dollars as the number sure. one or two overall pick instead of the sixth or seventh. And why not make a couple mil with an NIL deal? I mean, I, Oscar Sheepway, Rouse. Yes. I mean, this guy is going to have opportunities. Uh, yes. It's a different yes, day and age it's a now. different situation, though, with him and Oscar. Oscar's not projected to be the number six pick in the draft. If Oscar was, Oscar would be gone. Oscar's being projected in the late second round. So because of that, he can play himself into the first round, I believe at least, and he's going to come back and make a lot of money. Now, with Shaden Sharp, again, where do you, where, where, how much higher can you go? You can go to maybe the first pick. You go to one. If you can Cal go has to, said he is the number one overall pick. How do I know? Because I've coached three. I know, or right. Four, however right. it is. And if Shaden Sharp believes that he wants, that he can be the number one draft pick and wants to take that chance, then that is a reason to come back. But if you're thinking you're going to jump up one or two spots, that's not enough reason. I understand. Money talks. Yep. It's all about the money. Okay, I, I get that. But here's here's an underlying factor in all this, Shannon, that I may that may creep its head. How about some of these guys come back? How about he absolutely loves the team that he's on? How about that there is a sense of brotherhood on this team that maybe they haven't had in years past? You've heard Davion Mintz talk about it. You heard Cal talk about it in the call-in show. I'm going to hold out for a silver lining that maybe, just maybe, he wants to play for Kentucky. He wants to play with some of these guys, and it's not just a race to get to the next level. How, I, I'm going to hold out hope. I really am. How about you're dreaming? How about you have a false sense of reality? <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> I don't think he's coming uh, back. All right. Well, we'll but, see. But look, if he, look, let me just say, I hope he comes back. If I'm wrong, I will be the first to admit I was wrong. And I will apologize to Shaden Sharp's family. And my victory lap will be as big as this iHeartRadio. Take it. That's fine. Right I'll here. take it with you. Because <laughs> I, right. I would love to see him play at Kentucky. Just don't think it's going to happen. 502 Let's take another call. Who's up, Shannon? Let's go to Casey. Hey, Casey. How are you? Hey, good morning, fellas. How's it going? Going, going well. Good. Um, so I've had, like, several things. Can I just rapid fire real quick? Go for it. Okay. So, I went to the women's game on Sunday, and it was awesome to see Ryan drain eight threes and um, wear number five for Blair and TC. I thought that was really awesome. Um, I definitely think it was Bobby Bones playing that song. He got so salty to Matt on Twitter, I might have clapped back. Probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but they have not won a national title since I was three years old. And they only had one one, so stuck at Arkansas. Um, second, thirdly, it. the cursing guy at Toppin, I have never so badly wanted to just choke slam someone. So bad. Wow. Like, how rude. Jacob Todd is my favorite player, and it run all over me. Any of the guys. Um, but, yeah, that run all over me. Um, at you, uh, There was somebody who called yesterday and asked if anybody, a man and a woman, had ever won National Player of the Year yes. from both schools. They have one time. It was UConn in 2004. Okay. Yep. That's good information. Um, their, their woman and man won um both of the uh, National Player of the Year awards. And then um, last thing, um, 
have you all seen the video of Mr. Chris Tomlin's son playing the guitar? Yes. That is a God-given talent. Yes. And I will let you all talk about all that. All right. Thank you. Thank she said you, a lot Casey. there. Yeah. A lot there in one call. I did see Tomlin's son playing guitar. Did you see that I in the did. talent show? I did. He was show? killing it. He was awesome. Yeah. You know, if things don't work out with our guitar player, we got a backup. Did he or remind maybe? you of a young Shannon the Dude? No, he can play way better than I can. I can't play like that. Oh, yeah? I think we should open up for him. <laughs> I think that's what I we're going to do. I think you could take him to a show. Absolutely. Yeah, Get man. him up there on stage. No, he's very talented. I liked it. Um, what, else did we... she... yeah, what else did she say? Um, <laughs> Ryan Howard. She yes. was just named SEC Player of the Week after the week that she had. Um, in the game versus Missouri, she scored 19 points and had 12 rebounds. And then in the most recent game against Auburn, she dropped 32 with those yep. eight threes and six in the first half. Kentucky's so good wo- to see from her. Kentucky's women team is a seven seed in the SEC tournament, by the way. And also projected now in the NCAA tournament after winning six in a row. So yep. that, that's a huge turnaround if they Especially, can, keep, if they can yeah. keep this momentum going into the SEC tournament. Started conference play at two and six, and now they will play Mississippi State on Thursday. Another thing that Casey mentioned was National Player of the Year. Um, we talked about, you know, man and woman winning it in the same year, but Myron Medcalf may have spilled the beans a little bit with Matt, what Matt Jones said on KSR yesterday that the National Player of the Year voting was already done before the yeah, Arkansas what game. what is up with that? So I had no idea. I thought they waited until the end of the season like any respectable voters would do. Yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah, so if we've already determined it, I mean, what if Oscar doesn't get the vote and just goes off and has like a 40-20 and 20 game? Yeah, what if he goes 50-30 and 30 in the, over and then, the next two and then days? Then we're going to say he's robbed, but now we're going to know why because the voting is already in. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I don't know about right. this one. This doesn't seem right. This smells fishy, Shannon. Well, I mean, um, apparently they've always done it that way. It's almost like the NFL and how they give the MVP award after the regular season. Why not wait until the playoffs and who I mean, excels in the playoffs? It's not like we have to mail in votes, okay? In today's world, <laughs> I can put up a poll on Twitter and have instant results. Why do we need to vote for it before the regular season is even over? That makes zero sense to me. I don't know. Speaking of these polls, you saw Kentucky dropped in the coaches' poll three spots after a two-point loss to the 15th team in the country when Arizona gets blown out by Colorado and they go up. And Gonzaga's still number one, right? Gonzaga's still number one. That is number one after playing in that high school gym. After losing to St. Mary's. That's right. Unbelievable. Let's take a break. All right, we'll take a break. 502-571-1080 if you'd like to join us or text in at 502-414-1724. He's Shannon the Dude. I'm Billy Rutledge. This is the KSR Pre-Show. Welcome back. Final segment, KSR is next from 10 a.m. to noon. I'm Billy Rutledge along with Shannon Dedu. We have our America's Best Caviar Tweet of the Day. It comes from Mike Stewart who tweets in to you, Shannon the Dude. He says, trust in Billy. You are basing Shade and Sharp's decision on what others have done not what he has done. Oh, so I'm supposed to trust you? Yes, obviously, Shannon. I think the I last know. time I heard anybody say trust in Billy, we were talking about Billy Gillespie, and we know how that all turned out. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not trusting you. And you shouldn't trust other people you don't know personally either. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you link <laughs> me up with Billy Gillespie. That is our America's Best Caviar tweet of the day. Use promo code STD for 25% off your next order. Go to AmericasBestCaviar.com. Hey, hey, can we talk about what Coach Stoops said earlier today on the Leach Report? You know, I was kind of listening out of one ear on that. What did he say? Because he was talking about the new coaches, the scheme, and then he first talked of all, about hiring new coaches. What did he say there? First of all, Mark Stoops is awesome. I love Mark Stoops, but he was on the Leach Report, 
And Tom asked him about going out on a limb when it comes to hiring a, a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. And Mark Stoops basically said, well, you have to have a pair to take a chance on going out on a limb and, you know, going out and getting a guy who's maybe outside the box, maybe not a guy who's necessarily 100% proven. And I, I love that quote from Stoops. That's a good one. That, that's one we'll have to save. Uh, Mark Stoops speaking to the media a little later today at 11 a.m., including the three new assistant coaches that he's hired this offseason. So if you're looking for more football content, you'll hear more from Stoops later today. I also heard him say that you'd be crazy if you didn't look at Kentucky after you know the transformation that they've made yeah. with the offenses, with the, the assistant coaches that have come in with NFL experience. These guys not only have NFL experience, but college experience. So looking at it, Plainly in the recruiting lens, it, you'd be you'd be crazy if you didn't at least look at Kentucky. I completely agree. I mean, he has changed the way we think about Kentucky football. He has changed the culture. He has built this Kentucky team into an SEC contender, which I didn't think we would ever see in my lifetime, to be honest with you, just from what we've seen over the years. And I guess, you know, living through the Joker era with Kentucky football. But, yeah, he's right, man. It's He's changed the way that recruits look at Kentucky football. Now, are you worried about this MLB season starting on time? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's going to happen. I think they've got until what five o'clock today to make a decision on whether or not they can agree on this. I don't, what are they even arguing about, really? What is it? I mean, I'm sure it's money, right? But what, what's the they, details on it? It was they had a 16 hour meeting yesterday, and then ended up extending the deadline because they couldn't get it done. You're right. 5 p.m. today is the deadline. If the deal is not done then opening day is canceled. There will be games canceled to begin the season. So just prepare yourself for that. But Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association are still arguing about several different issues, Shannon, um, that include a minimum salary, a bonus pool for pre-arbitration players. There's also gaps between the sides of the competitive balance tax thresholds. I'm not sure what that I don't even know what that means. But I think one of the biggest (laughs) things that they're arguing about is the amount of teams that make the postseason. So the owners want 14 teams while the players want 12. I just think it's ridiculous that you play a 162-game regular season schedule and you're going to let 14 out of the 30 teams in the league make the playoffs. Yeah, can't we settle it in 162 games? I'm with you, man. It just seems like they're arguing over such small things that should not prevent them from starting the the season on time. Mm -hmm. And this is bringing back a lot of bad memories for people who are old enough to remember the 1994 strike, myself included. And you remember it took baseball a long time to recover. It actually took the guys on steroids. Took a drug scandal. Yeah, McGuire, Sosa, Bonds hitting home runs out of the ballpark to get fans interested in the game of baseball again. So I hate for the game itself for this to be happening. And if we miss games because of this, it's just going to be bad for for the game of baseball. Fans are going to turn their back on baseball again, and I don't blame them. I wouldn't blame them at all. It might even lose more popularity uh, in an age where it feels like the game isn't fast enough at times. Mm -hmm. But 502-571-1080, let's hit some calls before we end the show. Who's up next? Terry. Hey, Terry. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, both of you, Shannon and Bill, you all have an inroad to Cal that most other people don't have because you produce Tom's show and Bill, you're on the big blue line. I'm sure you have conversations with Tom. I was w- <clears throat> wanting to know if anybody's going to be able to broach this question to Cal, it's going to be Leach and it's about Sharp. Do you think Cal is prepared 
for the PR nightmare that he is going to take if, A, they don't make a deep run in this tournament and he doesn't play sharp, and, B, <clears throat> they don't make a deep run and that kid never plays here. Do you think <clears throat> he's aware of the nightmare he's going to take uh, with that, the backlash, and I'll hang up and listen? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he is, Billy, but at, first of all, if this team is healthy, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get upset if Cal doesn't play Shaden Sharp. He's already told us he's not going to play him. Now, if it were a situation where Wheeler and Washington were both out for the season, yep. and he didn't play Sharp, that's a different conversation. But this team right now, as it is, is a damn good team without Shaden Sharp. We don't need him right now. But, no, like you, I, but like I said, if it were a different situation, you had Wheeler and Washington who couldn't go at all in the NCAA tournament, and, and then he doesn't play him, and then they lose in the second round. That's a completely different conversation. No, you're exactly right. Nail on the head. I mean, if Ty Ty and Severe were out for an extended period of time, we're going to miss the tournament. I think Cal would be in for a PR nightmare if he didn't get Shaden Sharp available and ready in time for the NCAA tournament. But with the chemistry that this team has, with the brotherhood, with how good they have been, they are a top five team in the country, despite what the coach's poll says right now. I mean, they are really one of the best. So I'm not going to look back at a loss in the NCAA tournament at Cal's fault for not playing Shaden Sharp. Now, as far as the second point, if Sharp doesn't end up playing next season, which I think is the, the scenario that's going to play out personally, right. okay, I don't think that you're going to blame Cal because Cal can just say, look, I was told by his family that he was going to come back. So then Cal can almost at that point say, well, look, I had the opportunity to take the number one player. Don't you guys want us to get the number the best players that we can get? Yes, I was lied to. I was told, and I have to trust his family. I was told that he was going to come back next season. That's not on Calipari. That's on Shaden Sharp's family at that point. Exactly. And and would you want the same situation happening at Duke? I mean, because regardless or not, if he plays at Kentucky, this is Shaden Sharp's decision to a degree. And if his decision is to not play college basketball uh, just to get prepared for a team and practice and then go to the NBA draft – why not have it at Kentucky? Why not have it at the NBA factory? Do you want to give that up to LSU or Duke, where a number one player in the country thinks that they can prepare somewhere else better just because the fan base shunned someone in the past like this or you know got very mad at all the speculation? No. So you absolutely, I think you say goodbye, Shaden. Thank you for everything, even though it wasn't much. And you, you do it again and you let it happen again. I don't think that there's a huge backlash unless... You know, Ty Ty and uh, Wheeler get hurt, and then he's not available to play. Yeah, I think Calipari's hands are clean in this situation. But, you know, anytime you have the opportunity, again, to get the number one player, you got to do it. Well, he saved face, right? Yes. And when he made those comments saying these are the comments of his family. Let's take another call. Who's next? John. Hey, John, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Um, Just a quick comment for the show ends. Um, Everybody's on Shane Sharp's case about what he's going to do and stuff like that. But if you look at John Calipari's history of, of the players in the NBA and the super max contracts that are handed out, over half of them are Kentucky players. And if that's his goal, then playing for Coach Cal for a year and getting that development is the main reason why he's staying, not just being a high draft pick. It's the longevity of the, a long NBA career. And I'll, you know, hang up and listen to you guys and see what you guys say. Thank you, John. I mean, we've heard Cal say that before, right? I mean, he's projected sixth or seventh in the NBA draft right now. You come back, you'll be the number one overall pick. So if that's what you want, Shaden, it's here for you. But it's going to take a little hard work. 
It's not you're not going to get your immediate payday. We got NIL deals ready for you. Yeah. But at the same time, man, if you want to be that super max kind of guy, there's no better development than Kentucky right now. All right, we got to wrap things up. Uh, Is that it? Big weekend coming up for OVW. Matt's going to talk more about it on Kentucky Sports Radio. I'm not going to give you any details, so we'll just leave that as a tease. But some big stuff coming for OVW this weekend, which is something to be excited for everybody if you want to be a part of. And uh, we got the remote coming up on Friday at Kentucky Branded. That's right. And the Lumberjack Angel, a guest on KSR, coming up next. That's for right. Shane the Dude, I'm Billy Rutledge. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Immerse yourself in picturesque hikes and outdoor adventures, all while staying at Best Western Hotels. With over 30 convenient locations throughout the state, from Winchester to Bowling Green, Lexington to Paducah, they've got you covered. And don't forget, most locations offer complimentary breakfast to kickstart your day with a smile. Your adventure starts with intention, and your memories are made with Best Western. Discover more at bestwestern.com. Wherever life takes you, Best Western is there.